Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or are dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we are your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we are stewards of the land. And our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Oh, I hope that's a sound that you recognize because it's near and dear to our hearts here at Living the Dream Outdoors. And that was Frank Cox on a duck call. I didn't even know you could blow a call like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know how hard it is to learn how to blow a call if you ain't got nobody to show you? Uh, yeah, I know very well. That's how I started, you know, and I'm still not very good. <laughs> but I love the duck hunt, man. And on today's show, we're going to talk about late season duck hunting. Oh, yeah. Boy, it, it's on us here. You know, we're looking mm-hmm. at January and the, the North Zone's probably already done. The Middle Zone here in Missouri ends January the 10th. But the mm-hmm. South Zone, man, down that lower part of the state in southeast Missouri, you know where it's, I'm from, yeah. goes all the way to January 31st. Yep. And, you know, one of the sweet things about that Southern Zone, man, and uh, a lot of the mallards don't come down till late. You get yep. Okay. Boy, but we got, hey, got some help here in the studio. There's Frank Cox on on the duck call there. And Co- <laughs> Cody Lucas, he's raising his eyebrows at us because he's not much of a waterfowler, but he's has, not yet. He has become our number one priority student. I can tell yeah. you that. We're going to run that boy. You think rabbit dogs are great, Cody Lucas? Just <laughs> waiting to see that, see that, uh, see them ducks coming in and working and circling oh. the blind and lock up. And then you get that maple leaf action going on, you know, when they're flopping down. You I'm ready. The son of a gun. (laughs) And, you know, you get them just right. You know, sometimes you got some ducks working still on a bluebird day or whatever, and you got that sun, and you get them coming down, and you can see that light shining through their feathers and stuff, you know, just raining into a hole. Oh, Nothing like it. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love waterfowl hunting. And, Cody, you will understand this part. You know about talking to a turkey. Oh, And yes. you know how to work them. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you can yeah. kill more of these, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's shot. one of the best points, man, you know, because you get out there. Oh, you get out there before daylight and toss out those decoys. You got the dog in you. Hopefully, you got a kid or two along with you. You got your buddies, you know, and the sun starts coming up. And hopefully, you've heard ducks before that because uh, actually with the regular duck season, you can – Begin shooting hours 30 minutes prior to daylight, man. And, of course, teal season, we know yep. that. I hate that, man, way back, because you can't start <laughs> shooting teal to sun up, sunrise. Yeah, sun up. And yep. the reason they do that, because that's the only, only duck. For identification. It, yeah. It's hard to and season at that you time. You can tell the teals, though, because you can hear them like a jet motor coming. They just, <laughs> when they come you, in. You See, I've heard that. Yeah. When I've been out in the woods, I yeah. wonder which duck that was. I've heard yeah, them come. That's well, the ones I've that come them. over real fast. Yeah, yeah I hear yeah. them. It's, and the teal, too, fly in real tight groups. And they're a small duck. They only weigh four to six ounces. Yeah. And you don't take the breast mm-hmm. out of them. It's a little bit bigger than a dub breast, a little like bit a bigger quail. than a quail breast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, boy, they're just incredible ducks. But uh, Frank Cox and I, Frank, we used to duck hunt a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
uh, yeah. years ago. In fact, I remember your wife still killing her first duck was a bluebill. Yeah. You know, I still got that pair of ducks in the freezer. I never did get them mounted. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pair of buffalo heads in there. I'd never oh. seen buffalo heads out there at that place. Uh, oh, they're boy. really cool little ducks. And then I uh, got the pair of them bluebills, you know. Yeah. You bet. And they're all great, <laughs> great ducks, you know. But I want to talk about Southern Missouri, near and dear to my heart. Uh, Ten mile. Ten mile pond. Ten mile pond conservation area. I grew up right across the gravel road from there, you know. And, and I didn't duck hunt as a as a kid. And we had ducks and geese all over our farm, particularly in the spring migration, because a lot of times the bottom part of the farm would be flooded from the Mississippi River, and ducks would just fog in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And but I had neighbors. I went to a little country church with neighbors that were big duck hunters, and a friend of mine, a couple years younger than me, he was always talking about duck hunting. But boy, when you looked at duck hunting. You know, it, it looked like an expensive sport to me, oh, yeah. and it was for the times for me because I had to buy my own shells, you know. And, uh, boy, I was pretty careful about shooting those things. I'd, I'd figured out uh, how to kill rabbits and squirrels, but a flying duck? Yeah, it's a challenge if you never did it before. Uh, re- Getting in, especially if you're starting to shoot bigger shot, you know, and, and you got to – you know, get your pattern right. You know, they uh, you got to be patient. Let them work. Get them in close. You know, well, you know what Phil Robertson always said, Duck Commander. He said, "Shoot your first duck on the water. Just get it over with. <laughs> that way you're done." There we you go. Know, just ground well, swat him, and now it's done. You killed your first duck. Now you can practice. But do you know how many kids I've taken over the years that do that? Oh, yeah. some of them get really impatient, and I told them not to shoot till I tell them to shoot. But you get. 15, 20 teal lands right in the decoys. You know mm-hmm. how many decoys I have on the bottom <laughs> of my favorite duck Yeah, I know. I've had many shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's all kinds of stories about that. Oh, yeah. when I said do something a few weeks ago for local Canada geese, had five decoys, and one of them half sunk. I know, who shot that decoy? You know, yep. somebody in the past did, but yep. hey. Well, we can afford to buy some more decoys when it comes to the kids. Oh, yeah. But the great thing about teal hunting, and I'm I'm back in early season here now, but the uh, great thing about teal hunting, if teal see those decoys, they're mm-hmm. going to come to them. You know, and it's great to let them light in the decoys. And you got a couple younger, younger guys sitting in the, in the boat, Cody. You can flush those ducks up, and they fly straight away, and the kids got a straightaway shot. Yep. Like That's it. good for old timers too. That would be good for me. <laughs> I guarantee you, first timer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we've talked about you know places we hunt, and I remember yeah. twenty years ago when uh, bluebills, boy, were just thick, and right here in central Missouri. And I had a buddy that ran a uh, Smoky Acres. Yeah, of those guys over. I do. Uh, Ralphie yeah. Hess. Yeah, and some mm-hmm. of those guys. Uh, well, that's Smoky Acres gun trade shop. Store. Oh, I, yeah. I apologize. Trade hunting the, Preserve. Hunting yeah. Preserve, I yes. And, uh, those, Pulaski County, I think yep, it was. Those, yeah. those guys had come from California and had run quite a duck hunting operation out there. And I had the, the son out with me. Can't recall names right now, but I had him out with me, taking him to my favorite spot. And I mentioned bluebills. He said, well, you're nuts. There's no bluebills in in." South Central Missouri. I said, just wait and see. <laughs> and just the way it came down. Now, we, at that time, we could actually limit was five, five bluebills, man. And just the way it happened, that was the best bluebill morning I ever had in yeah. my life. I threw out 20 decoys, and this young fellow says, 20 decoys? You're not going to decoy any ducks worth 20 decoys. I got 3,000 decoys in the garage at home. I said, nah, just wait and mm-hmm. see. All right, man, we heard them come. 
500 of them come yeah. right over the top of us. Shooting ours about a minute away, you know. And they down just work and work. work they and just work keep flying around. Yeah, bluebills, you know, they're a diver duck, so they like to land out in the middle lake. But if you work them well, you can get them usually fly across the outside edge of the decoys. Yeah. Well, right at shooting ours, here come hundreds of them across that outside edge, and we shot, and I think we both got two or three apiece. You know, he looked at me. This is unreal. <laughs> this is absolutely unreal. I'm not kidding you, Frank. Yeah. In 20 minutes, we both had our five bluebills. Oh, yeah. 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 You get into a mess of them diver ducks, they fly in big groups, you know, like that. And uh, But that seems like to me that uh, most of the bluebills came through, you know, right after the big, you know, like around Thanksgiving, a little after Thanksgiving, after that first couple big fronts came through. seemed like the day after Thanksgiving was always the, the best day to go because that's when the first front would come through our town here, you know. Yeah. And if you could, everybody else is at home eating turkey, you know, <laughs> leftovers. And so if you got out there early, you could beat everybody to the to the point. Remember the point oh, out yeah. on Little Prairie? Yep. You know? I, I still hunt that point occasionally. Yeah. But bluebills, you know, nest further north than any of the other duck species. Mm-hmm. They're kind of up in a subalpine, I guess, uh, area. And their population kind of crashed there for a while. It got down to where you could only kill one. But now I think it's back up to two. two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bluebills, a lot of the guys, you know, everybody, the most fabulous duck of all is the mallard of course everybody wants the mallards and the guys that are really serious mallard uh hunters they kind of look down their nose at the bluebills <laughs> and some of the diver ducks you know but i like them all but if you head if we're going to head cody and i are actually headed to southeast missouri and uh, arkansas right after the mm-hmm. first of the uh a year we we went down there and uh, we're going to head to the saint francis river we hunt Gonna hunt with some old timers. You know? Oh, cool! Yeah. I'm so excited. I can't wait. It'll be my first duck hunt, Bill. Oh, you're they, gonna be the one to take me. I can't uh, wait. Hey, <laughs> and you're gonna have some fine old gentlemen. Fantastic. To introduce you to duck hunting, mm-hmm. and they're actually on a big turn in the river and an oxbow that goes up. I think to the north there, and the ducks fly that river, man. Oh yeah, great, great fun. I wish you could have been there. There's an old gentleman out of Illinois. I was there several years ago and got to hunt and film uh, this old gentleman. And he talked about the days way back in, I want to say in the 30s. He hunted in a big duck club over club over in Illinois, and he told me about the saddest day that ever happened to duck hunters. Oh. It was the day they put out an edict that you couldn't hunt over live decoys anymore. Oh, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Way back in the day, you know, they used live decoys for duck decoys. Same thing with turkeys, Cody Lucas, way back in the day. But, yeah, things have come a long way since then. And, boy, we have to give a shout-out to Ducks Unlimited. Oh, yeah. Know, and uh, Delta Waterfowl for what they've done in the waterfowl uh, populations oh, yeah. in our time. I can remember. Well, I've got an old duck hanging on the wall, a big fat mallard that came from the Boot Hill area. In fact, it was on the neighbor's farm that my dad used to know. You know, they were good buddies. And I had traveled down. Uh, I'll go back occasionally, see some kin folks down there and go duck hunting and dove hunting, but approached this old neighbor buddy of my dad's. And I, boy, we'd watched it and we'd seen a lot of ducks and geese working into a 300 acre cut cornfield. Oh, you know? yeah. Duck season was starting the next day. <laughs> so we went in, and no blinds, no nothing. We went out and laid right between the corduroys and threw corn stalks over us. And about 3 o'clock that afternoon, Frank, we looked to the west, and if there was one duck coming, there was 30,000. Oh, and yeah. most of them were mallards. But you know what the real kick in the butt was? You could only kill one mallard. Yeah. <laughs> one drake. 
wasn't Drake. But I laid on that corn road, and I'm looking up, watching ducks just flying all over each other. And the big worry was killing more than one. I finally caught one Drake out by himself, straight up over me, probably 30 yards, shot that duck and killed him stone dead. And he's falling out of the sky, and I'm watching him. He's going to hit me right in the chest. <laughs> so I rolled over the duck. Hit the ground, you know, but what great times. But uh, if you're wanting to get in some extra duck hunting, head south. You know, southeast yep. Missouri is great. There's 10-mile pond. There's Otter Slough over mm-hmm. by Dexter. And, yep. of course, you got Duck Creek, Mingo National Wildlife Refuge. Oh, yeah. And you get in, down into Arkansas, there's lots of others, and I don't know those quite so well. But, Frank, i got to ask you, you know, you're the smoker builder dude, man. Yeah. What do you do with ducks? Well, just like I always say, you know, you just got to cook it right. So, you know, the thing about ducks is if you if you pluck them, you know, this is usually people that say they don't like to eat ducks. It's probably because they've had one oven roasted that was plucked, and it's just got that thick layer of fat because they're migrators. They're all they're all uh, you know getting that winter coat going. You know the you know getting fatted up for the flight, and so. Uh, if you can breast them out, that's the best thing to do. Just go ahead and just, uh, just pull that, that, that feathers off the chest, peel that skin back, get that off of there, get rid of the fat, and then, uh, just cut the breast meat out. And then you can brine that if you want, cause duck meat's really lean. There's not a whole lot of, uh, marbling or anything in that, in those, uh, in the breast meat. So if you brine that a little bit, salt, water, sugar, just a standard poultry brine, and, uh, you know, rub it down with something. Just keep it simple, salt, pepper, you know, nothing crazy. And then what I like to do is when I'm smoking it, I like to get it about medium rare, medium. You know, don't, you overcook duck and it just doesn't taste. It tastes like liver when you when you overcook it. You it know? gets tough, too. It gets tough. And, and if you just, if you can hit that spot right there, right before, you know, right at medium, a little bit before medium, you just it and you know don't sauce it or nothing just hit it with some some kind of nice seasoning or whatever that's really all you need a lot of guys like to soak it in like italian dressing or something you well know. that's good too that's another good way to do it yeah wrap a little bacon on it and throw mm-hmm. it on that grill or bacon that fixes everything bacon <laughs> does man bacon <laughs> and duck bacon on everything uh, hey bacon and duck are really good together and that daryl hyman he, he's not here today so we can talk about him you know he's he's the boss living the dream outdoor properties yep. and he I know he's always got duck hunting properties for sale, so look him up on landleader.com, or you can Google it, you know. Livingthedreamland.com. Yeah, or, or you can also look him up on Living the Dream Outdoor Property. But anyway, folks, thanks for listening to Living the Dream Outdoors. We're, we're on Monday through Friday, so be sure and catch us on all your favorite social media platforms. Yeah, uh, also podcasting platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You heard, you're hearing us. And never give up on living your dream and getting that piece of property that you'd love to have. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, We value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, 
We believe it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on the Living the Dream Outdoor podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Messenger, Instagram, Spotify, TikTok, and Stitcher.